Hello. Hey. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Come on in. Come on in. How is everyone today? Welcome to the 16th episode. Yes, of the British Chronicles. I am Brit. And I am Tish. Operate. And this is the British Chronicles. Y'all, it's another week. Y'all happy? I'm so I'm so happy to still be alive. I dig that. After Bestie's birthday turned up 2021. Oh, <laughs> She's your best friend, man. Like Woo. me and her used to be so cool. She moved. I know she said you owe her tacos, but I wasn't gonna mention it. Yeah, she uh she made me uh some uh peach cobbler nachos. She did yeah. dessert nachos. They were really good too. They were. Never really good them, But I like I talked her into it and she made them. She just tried and made them. And I came to her house and picked them up. They was good. Yes. Episode 16. And this is such a sweet 16. I know that's right, Pope. <laughs> made of what? Um, I think she did. Do you remember how it was made? It's like it was like fried chips like things. Yeah, she uh she fried, uh, I want to say it was, she fried and seasoned, I want to say it was tortillas. That's what I, I thought too. She cut the tortillas up in triangles, so they're like chips. And she like uh, fried them in butter. And I think she ended up like seasoning them with like uh, cinnamon and sugar and stuff like that. Jennifer just came on, she said, I'm better now. Those were not good. Girl, please. Ray Bud said they was good. Nobody listening to her. But her and her daughter are some really good bakers. Nay yeah. more than her, but you know, I try to give props for props to them. Yeah, she's pretty good at what she does. I don't care what she say. <laughs> How y'all week been? Stressful. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's stressful. Brittany's birthday is Saturday. So taking her to Chicago. There's a yacht party Friday, so I had to buy the tickets and get a uh, rental car to drive up there and get a hotel room. And then there's a Gucci concert Saturday, so I had to get tickets for that. You be careful having Brittany out there with them people. They uh, them ghetto uh, Gucci uh, lovers. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I started to get the VIP tickets simply so we wouldn't be around a lot of uh, you know undesirables there you go uh, for a whole different word my cousins and them they they sitting in the regular seat so i didn't want to sit away from them because it's my cousin girlfriend birthday too so that's why we were all going so that plus we're sense. moving mm, sunday and then they charged us seventeen hundred dollars to move so i had to pay that too so yeah it was just a little very stressful stressful week Right, but this is the first time you've ever shared for real with us. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know. That's why I'm not interrupting him. I'm just letting him, you know. 
kind of tell us how his week was, you know? Do you know they hold a $500 deposit to rent a car now? I just paid $1,100 to rent a car. Whoa, why? I heard that they're doing that now. Mm -hmm. I get the That's five. What? Not me. Yeah. So because she better enjoy her birthday. That's all I'm gonna tell her. She is. She, she is. better enjoy her I'm birthday. I'm sure she will appreciate it. She better I'm enjoy appreciate. it, and it, uh, her. She better smile so much her face hurts. <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> she, better not, uh, she better not drop the smile from her face the whole weekend. You are petty. <laughs> anyway. Don't be typing in caps, then no subliminals this weekend either. If she don't. Oh, okay. We already yeah. don't know what it's about. Oh, you'll know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ain't hiding it. Yeah. I'm laying the foundation oh, now. Yeah. See, put that up there. I'm going to put it up. Already right there. Pretty appreciation. Vacation. Tell you, my love, I appreciate you so much. See, See there you go. Love. So what's the you ain't even today, done it guys? yet. And she's already showing love. What, what are we talking about? I ain't, I ain't talking to her right now. What, what are we talking about? <laughs> anyway, today we're talking about toxicity. Uh, like that toxic stuff she just posted on the page. That was not toxic. Anyway, toxic people. I'm telling y'all, bull. Do y'all have my problem? Is Man, where would you like to start? Yeah, where would you like to start, Brittany? I don't, I don't even know where to start. I can imagine. Like, with me, it's hard for me to let people go. And so I be knowing people be toxic, and I kind of just keep them like way back there, but yeah. I still give them conversation mm -hmm. and I give them enough rope to keep continue to keep hanging themselves. I noticed that. Do you? Yeah, I noticed that at your party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, you are you are the worst type of toxic. There are a lot of people like you. I, I was like you myself. People like you don't like to let things go. Um, the crazy thing being, when people cut you off, you don't too much like that because you didn't have control over. At least that's me. Like that's what makes me toxic. Like I, when when girls have tried to break up with me, you notice I use the word "try," and they tried to like break up and cut me off or whatever. Like I I don't allow that to happen until I'm ready for it to happen, and I guess that makes me toxic too. Also, when I notice that they try to move on with somebody, yeah, I don't allow that to happen either. You that type of toxic. You know, oh, so let's we're gonna talk about ourselves, toxic traits about ourselves. We can do my, that. I'm already toxic, telling them myself, so yeah. you, you did just tell it. My toxic trait is some days I wake up and be like, hmm, let's be toxic today. You know how I'll start my day? Spinning out, hey, big heads, hey, handsome, good morning, king. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna yeah, lie, y'all female, good morning, y'all. Good morning, king, y'all. And I see you later, and then I'll block the whole rest of the day. Foolishness. <laughs> Yeah, that's foolishness. I'm so, talking toxic with some people. I ain't even gonna lie. Pope said, asked to define a toxic person. Define a toxic person? He said, because it's such a broad phrase. 
I don't think so. No, toxic is toxic is not a broad phrase. If you know something is toxic for your body, you know it's poison. Not it's poison. It's not good for you. A lot of the things we ingest as human beings, we eat food-wise, is not good for us. We ingest it. It's toxic, really. But it's good. It's really, it's good. Like, honestly, people shouldn't eat uh, uh, pork. But people love it. People love it. They love eating ribs in the summertime. They love it. They love it. But it's not good for you. It's a toxic thing. Just like when you have that girl who you know is no good. You know she's not right for you but you really don't want to let her go. Or you got that dude you're dealing with and you just know this dude is a cheater and he's just, he, nothing good about this dude, but he does his little things that you like and the way he does your body and makes you feel, it's hard for you to let him go because you know if you let him go, he can do that same thing to somebody else. Yeah. Like you don't want to let him go. That is toxic. Yeah. It's toxic at its finest. It's like you can go through the dude's phone, you can catch a million females in there, you go to the girl's phone and see she texting her ex, but it's like you know, dang, if I let her go, she's gonna deal with someone else and she's gonna do the things she do to me to somebody else. That is a toxic mindset. That is how toxic situations happen. I agree with that. Toxic so, is the base form of domestic abuse too as well. It is. That is it so is. true. It, it really is. That is so true. It is. Most Especially domestic situations start from a toxic situation. That's where yep. they start from. I believe that somebody made me toxic. I believe toxic. past relationships have made me toxic. So the status that started Oh, yeah. Conversation. What was that? It said, Derek, Tisha's women make a good, a woman can make a good man toxic. Can destroy. No, no, no. Let me, hold on. I am saying it wrong. Yeah. Sure I get it correct. One Read moment. it in this fool. A good, a good woman can destroy. No, no, I'm not good about a toxic. No. A toxic woman can destroy a good man. It says, "Top, oh, yep, toxic women destroy good men, and nobody talks about it." That's very true. I agree. That's what made me a thought. But then that's true. But then, good women get the toxic men after they've been turned toxic. And like Brittany said, I like I was gonna say vice versa, same thing. Do you know why that is? Because a group of females, two females will be friends with each other. Let's just take y'all two. And let's just say, Tish, you're a girl who knows, you know, I gotta treat a guy a certain way, you know, da 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 da. But then your friend is just complete polar opposite. And you know your friend does guys dirty. Like you know she's just not about to write, right? So she's dealing with guys and doing guys all kind of bad because you two are friends so you know her past but you're not her friend enough to tell her hey Brittany the way you doing him probably ain't right like he seems like he really like you like he's spending money on you like he's taking you out like he's showing you a good time cares about your feelings he really shows you that he cares about you but you're kind of like ditching dude Women don't have those conversations with each other. Instead, they allow their friends to continue to be toxic. 
So then what happens is the guy and the girl, your friend, break up with each other. The guy moves on and he starts to date a female just like you. So now you have that woman who's she wants to treat a man right. She's really kind and all of that. But she's picking up some other woman's garbage. It's That's a cycle. Yeah, it's, it's a, a complete cycle. cycle. But it can start and stop with people who call themselves friends with somebody. It goes with dudes too. Because a dude will be friends with his homie and know his homeboy has nothing to offer a woman. Very true. Nothing to offer a woman. And you know, still, this guy has no job, no intentions on working. He has no car. He is a frequent Uber driver. He has nothing to do. He rides in Ubers all day long. Nothing to do. Sits at girls' houses, lives on couches, does whatever he does. But he knows his looks is what gets him to where he goes. He has homeboys who know he's no good. But this particular homeboy would not tell his homie, hey, bro, you ain't trying to better yourself, get a job, bro. You know how you doing. You keep cheating on her, bro. You know that ain't right. Homies don't talk to each other like that. Instead, they'll watch their homie do the dirt and then they'll go home to their girlfriend and talk about the homie. Oh, man. Bruce and him, man. I mean, man, he foul, man. You keep doing that girl bad. But then when he see his homie, oh, man, that's crazy how you doing her, boy. <laughs> so now when they break up, that girl goes on to a guy. It's psych. But it can start and stop with people being honest with the people that are around. Okay, so and I see a few of my friends on here saying, I was I would say I, I wouldn't say that I've actually like hurt people, but I do know that like I'm one of those people. You ask me out, okay, we'll go out. But I'm always upfront and truthful about my intentions, especially when I was a when I first started back out into the dating game after my son's father, son's father went away. I was always truthful about the relationship between him and I, and I, I mean I still am. And um, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. On top of them taking me out, they taking whoever coming to nine times out of ten it was Jennifer. So it'd be me and Jennifer. Come on, girl, you taking us out tonight. Let's go. Mm -hmm. It was always like, come on, girl. They he done called. We're going to eat. Come on, girl. Yeah, but I was always truthful about it. People just love to treat me, and it's still like that today. But it ain't that I was trying to mess him up because I never told him it was gonna be nothing coming with her. I, you know what? I seen that in a girl in my girl group too. This girl, um, this guy had flew this girl out to um, where he lived. Her flight was like nine hundred dollars between her flight and her uh, hotel was nine hundred dollars. So when she got there, she landed. He was texting and calling her, talking about hey, so he can come hang out. She was like, oh, I'm tired tonight. He was like, well, that's fine. I'll let you rest tonight. I'll come in the morning. And she was like, no, um, it just as friends. And he was like, I don't fly friends out. He was come like, on now. check your out friend, Your friend is wrong. Your friend was That's a lot of doggone money. Foul. That's a lot. This is what he said. But hold on, hold on. It was just, it was a scenario that was put in one of my women groups that I'm on Facebook. Well, he told her. Hold on, he told wrong. her. <laughs> and then we can, we can iterate him. He told her, you just saw it too, Charles. Yes. He told her, I don't do this for friends. Check out tomorrow. Matter of fact, I'm taking the flight back too. Find your flight back home and you got to book out of, uh, get out the, um, the uh, hotel. You sound like me. And I'm mad, and I mean, I agree with that because you you oh, knew sure. you knew it, but you had to be about that action for that flight. Plan. I wouldn't even let a friend do that for me. I'm sorry, no. 
And I wouldn't even expect for a friend to shell out 900 or $1,000 for me to come see them? Nah. When I get there, I don't even want to see you and I want to just be friends. Yeah, that, that, he did. He did. He did say that. He said they they said they had been sending nudes and sexting the whole time. And she tried to act brand new when, when she arrived thinking he wouldn't shut it down. She tried to play him. She did. She wasn't good at the game, though. She got nah, to do better. That's retarded. She got to do better. And that was, that was trifling on her end. How you gonna go out of town and not have no money? Girl... She was mad too. He was like, she was like, you know, I ain't got no money to get back home. What are you doing? Why would you do that? I don't know. My mama always taught me, don't go nowhere without no money. Period. Even yeah, if you're dating, don't go on a date expecting a man to pay for you. You better have your own money. That was from my first date all the way up until I got married. Cause hell, you never know. <laughs> Somebody car gone might decline, and then you sitting there looking stupid. Okay, you bet. Exactly. So, yeah, that's she was toxic. She done messed that man up. That good about that girl. See, that's what I'm saying, baby, you should have flew me out there. Cause in five minutes of sexting the news back and forth, baby, I would have. Never mind, my mama's watching. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say she completely messed him up because a guy that does that, you have to know and respect the game that he's done this for other women. Probably. So, this is what he does. This is how he deals with women. He uses his money. He flies women out. And I know this is not the first time he dealt with that because mm -hmm. he knew exactly what to do with her. He knew exactly what to do. He didn't get emotional. Like most dudes, but he got emotional and he didn't do none of that. He said, okay, check on that, that hotel. I'm about to count. He's already done this before. Okay, so he's already damaged. How he's dealing with women is he's meeting women from out of town. He can't even deal with a woman that's in his own space. City. He would much rather deal with a woman from out of town. And or he done messed with them all already. That too, but uh, or he want to be secretive about it. That can happen too, and I just feel men like him are already damaged. They're already messed up. That's why he's dealing like most most men. No man does that. That's nigga stuff. That's not stuff a man would do. A man would not feel comfortable flying the woman out that he doesn't even completely know like that. And if I'm a fly woman out, I'm bringing her to my home, not to a hotel. Hotel, yeah. No, that's I'm what I'm saying. It was so much. Hotel, it was so much I'm other stuff with that. Yeah, I'm hiding you. If I bring right. That's what I'm saying. You don't even trust me to come in your house. I'm hiding you because clearly, either I'm married or I have a situation where I cannot bring you to my house. So I have to bring you to a hotel where it's better for me to get away. So then, yes, we can go and hang out, but it's not going to be far from that hotel. I'm not going to bring you nowhere around. Close near to my me. house or close to my house or anything. Yep. Come on now. Yep. <laughs> Ooh. So, Brittany, one of these questions that you, you wanted to know about was... Um, well, we kind of talking about it is can a bad relationship make someone toxic? Oh, definitely. And so, yeah, I mean. What if she wasn't talking toxic? Why you fly out there to go see me? For this little bit, this little bitty seconds, 
I got turned toxic. I think you probably need to spread your finger out a little more. But yeah, I'll take your word. I'll take But see, word. I was that way because of the two bad relationships that I had before. Mm. Interesting. I'm I like how people like to blame situations for the toxic. I did the same thing. No, but but I can't blame I can't so I can't blame that on that. Is mm. that what you're saying? I'm blaming it on all that. I'm blaming it on my marriage. I'm blaming it on my son's father. I'm blaming it on everybody that think they're gonna play me. As soon as I get a whiff of thinking you're gonna play me, I turn real toxic. People use toxic as a way not to deal with what happened to them. People right. Turn That's toxic. why I said that I was. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Toxic to me is a form of fear. I think toxic can be a choice too. It was it a, form a, a form of fear, but I didn't call it toxic. That's that at that point in time, it was mm -hmm. me being like, okay, if these guys what, what do this was your me, toxic? What did you do with that made you toxic? Now that you feel like you realize what it is, I just, I mean, no, 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 no. I mean, and uh. You should be able to say it because nobody asked you. You brought this on yourself. You said this, which means you want to get it out. You said you well, were talking about speak, speak on. I started doing what, in my mind, mm -hmm. other men had done to me. You started that thing women started thinking about, thinking like a man and started treating me and how men treat women. Type yes. Of thing. Okay. Yes. In my mind, okay? okay. I'm not saying it's right. It wasn't, but yeah. I was so over the foolishness that I had been through that I was just like, um, guess what? I'm about to start treating y'all like y'all treated me. But it wasn't the same people. It was other people. True indeed. True indeed. Well, I always told women when they do that is you're not treating a man how men treated you. What you're doing is you're treating a new piece of paper how the old one did you and it's messed up because i've men men are notorious for doing it to women women do it but i feel like men do it a lot more than women men will women are a lot more emotional but men will <laughs> a man would deal with a woman that messed him up and he'll cheat on every woman after that. right no matter how good the woman is to him He'll cheat on every woman after that until he fully heals from what happened to him. And until then, sadly, a good woman will be attracted to him because of the way he looks. And she will become a statistic due to his hurt because he didn't deal with that correctly. Women are starting to get into it more now because women feel they're thinking like men. But they're really just thinking like the men to hurt them. Well, I, I don't think at at that point I wasn't like, you know, I'm gonna think like a man. Nope. I was just pretty much like, okay, so if this is how every single relationship I get in, this is how the men right now in my vicinity wanna act, I'm gonna act just the way they are. Yeah. How and did you I ended up doing it to like the wrong person like he was legit hurt 
And I was like, this ain't me. So guess what? I'm just about to bow out and I'm about to, you know, I'm about to sit down somewhere and be who I am for real. Did but, you ever speak to that guy again who you ended up hurting? No, I have not. He never reached out again? No. Wow. Wait a minute. Nope. You never thought maybe to reach out to him after you hurt him? Uh, well, it was bad? one of those things of where what happened happened and I was just like, okay, I don't even, he's like really wanting something serious and I don't want anything serious. I just want, you know, Okay, so you well, get what I want. Mind. So I basically just kind of stopped answering, stopped, you know, any of that. So if I was to run up on him now or see him, I would speak and all that stuff. Not real sure what he would say or do, but I mean, he would probably point. give you light love, and that no. means he'll, he'll probably hit you with the hey, or he'll probably give you a nod. Keep moving. Um, <laughs> men handle hurt a lot differently from women sadly yeah men men are not really trained well on how to deal with their emotions because a lot of men showing your emotions you look weak so a lot of men don't know how to deal with their emotions compared to a woman so men <laughs> men just don't they don't do well especially with exes they don't do well at all and that's how that's how those situations become toxic and baby mama situations become toxic and all of that because stuff is goes wrong mm -hmm. not handled any of that. So, and you that was to the next person. Sorry. Yeah. In most cases. Yeah. I feel it's all a base form to me. And this, when you talk about the baby mother situations, to me, a lot of those situations again come from like if the woman and the dude base of their situation was based on sex and all of a sudden somebody gets pregnant and now the guy you know he decides to go deal with somebody else okay now she's pregnant and she's a mother and he's a father now but the problem is he cheated on her and she doesn't see the fact she's a mother he doesn't see the fact he's a father what they see is the base of this situation which was the sex and he gave the sex to somebody else so now she becomes bitter why because she sees him dealing with other people she sees him having sex with other people she hears about him dealing with other women and now she becomes bitter now becomes a situation where he can't see his child he doesn't understand why because now he wants to be a father now he wants to be involved in this child's life but she's not over that yet she's still stuck right. on the fact of the base of the situation which was the sex and you cannot co-parent with an ex because somebody that thinks like an ex would never think like a parent at the same time you're thinking like a parent. And that's why you get people who are baby mothers and they can't seem to understand why their baby father is not on the same page as him. Well, but he's not your baby father. He's still thinking like your ex. Mm -hmm. So in his mind, he's still trying to understand why you moved on with another guy. He's still trying to understand why you got his kids over there with another dude. He's not worried about the kids, it's you. You're creating a family with somebody else. And nine times out of ten, he doesn't even want you back. He just doesn't like the fact that you moved on from him. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want you back. The base form of y'all situation was sex. So if he would be happy 
if you stayed in your relationship but had sex with him from time to time that is toxic at its worst i had with my son's mother and you know what i'm glad we're talking about that is my worst fear that is my worst fear because i hear all the horror stories about everybody and their relationships with their um with their baby their uh the the mother of their child or the father of their child and you know i don't have that problem right now with kevin senior because he's not here and he but he's able to talk and see i don't know if y'all saw the video that i posted the other day where um the relationship between my son and his father is important my son i've only brought one one friend around my son other than I've never had any man that I've associated with around my son because it's that important to me, the the idea that he has. I want him to know who his father is. I want him to know that it can be a good situation. I don't know if I'm waiting, if it's that I'm waiting for him to come home, for him to have that interaction with him before I throw me in the mix with somebody else because he's never seen me with anybody else. But I cherish the relationship between my son and his father by my father dying so young mm -hmm. and so i don't i don't know i don't i don't know and that's why i talk about it a lot because it it is a lot it's it's, it's a lot for him to be away the way that he is and uh and still develop that relationship between them but um that's that is my worst fear is having that baby daddy and i'm i'm praying to god i'm hoping that he come out when he has sense and my only but coming from a baby or, or the mother of his son's eye point of view all i'm asking is for two things one for you not to run women in and out of his life all the time and two if you take him from here to go over there to be with you don't leave him the whole weekend with her Cause you didn't get him to spend that weekend with her. You got him that weekend to spend time with you. Agreed. Now I understand if you got to go to work or maybe you got to go make a run to the store, but you know what I mean? There's a difference. Yeah. Like, and before I became my son's father's, I mean, my son's, my son's father's baby mama number three, he had other kids and he would leave them with me all weekend. And I'm like, what are you doing? Well, that's because of the lifestyle he was living. So he's not living that lifestyle. So he, true what too. we have to know now is with a lot of brothers, what I've been trying to get a lot of our women to do is speak positive, speak life into a situation because what you put into something is what you get. So right. if you speak, you know, that this is going to happen, this is going to happen sooner or later it'll happen. So the words you'll want to use is when he gets out, he's going to do this. When he gets out, he's going to be this. Because Spend time with his son. I'm dropping you're him speaking off. Speaking life into the situation. That's how you disable things. Because I believe in energy. I believe in all of that. I believe when you speak something into existence, whether it be good or bad, it happen. So it's like even if you look at a lot of the rappers when they spoke death upon themselves, they ended up meeting that fate. They talked about it all the time in their songs. So when you speak positive into a situation, you speak life into somebody, like even if you're not their friend anymore, what you spoke into their life will still come unto them because you spoke it into their life. Now, mm. if you really love that person, you wouldn't speak negative, you would still be happy that the blessings are still coming their way. But 
toxic people, when they speak blessings, they speak blessings because you're with them. But when you separate from them, they want the worst for you. I want good for everybody. I just, I, I cannot. I, okay, so you know how we said tox, and I can't say the words. So I'm not getting ready to even. Toxicity? Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. So those people or those kind of things, those situations, I start to feel uneasy, mm-hmm. annoyed. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I got to get out of here or I cannot be associated with this person. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had several friends before who were this way. You couldn't tell them nothing. They did what they did. You know, they caused a lot of drama in their female friends' lives, their family lives, the men, you know, that they were with, their lives and everything like that. And it spills over if you're around that mess too long. Yes, it does. It does. And so it's like, okay. I don't mean to cut you off. Your toxic self. I got it. If I'm around your toxic self all the time, then you're eventually going to rub off on me. Just like negative people. You know, mm-hmm. somebody's always negative and they're hang- they hang around you and you hang around them. You're eventually going to start being negative. Being negative. And so it's like, I, I, I can't mess with it. Anybody that I feel in my Shondo that is toxic. Shondo. My spirit. Oh, okay. <laughs> anything anybody that i feel just that is just not matching up like you got a lot that comes with you you do stuff to people and you don't care about it you know i mean and even guys like i'm that friend even when you be we be having our conversations and we talk about stuff i'm honest with you Mm-hmm. about people as you should and so i'm like if i can't do that i automatically you know i'm like if i can't tell you the honest truth and i tell you you're being toxic or telling you that you are you know you're causing a lot of chaos in your life and my life too and you accept it not willingly or freely or whatever but you listen to it, then I can't. I can't even, you know, mess with it. Yeah, I think, I, like, like I said, I think being toxic is a choice. Cause, like, as I said before, I feel like I choose. I don't go into meeting new people because I know that was something he, Rayburn, was saying. We were, we were all kind of saying like making somebody pay for something on the old piece of paper. I don't feel like I'm that type of toxic. I feel like me and you, and me and you, and you know. Like I'd be like, ooh, I like such 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 and such. I met somebody, I like them, and then we'll, you'll be like, oh, they sound sweet. Oh, they, and then three hours later, Tish, it's over. You'll be like, what happened? We just got off the phone. I'll be like, she'd be like, for real. I'm like, she'd be like, I see why you. I'm like, Tish, it be happening that fast. Like I don't even. And and I it's. And it, but it all be legit though, don't it? Yeah. It's it's never anything petty with me. I'm not a petty person. I really, I really, 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 we really be like 
trying to be legit cool with people or talking to people. But I just feel like anybody that takes you out of your element consistently is somebody that I would consider toxic. True. Anybody, even if it's a man, that you your relationship is is causing you to be toxic because y'all constantly argue. You constantly, you know, feeling down about yourself because whatever he's doing or not doing and all that stuff. Like anybody that pulls you out of the person that you actually are in a negative way is toxic to me. And that whole status about women make good men toxic. I believe that is true. If it's in the beginning of a relationship and you know, oh, this one woman that I really loved and I really wanted to do right by, you know, it didn't work out between us. She didn't, you know, and for all all we know, she could have been with several toxic men prior to and gets a good man and don't know how to handle them. Cause that happens too. It's like, you're so toxic that when you actually get somebody with some act right, you sabotage it like we talked about before because you're not used to this thing. You're used to what you've been getting in the past. I agree. No, Pope, I'm not a petty person at all. But every couple of uh, blue moons and the sun rotates every three or four days, I have to pull out my petty labels. Charles says, nobody makes anyone toxic. It's a choice to be bitter and feel justified about it. I feel like situations can push you there. And it's what you do in that situation that makes you decide, okay, I'm going to go left or I'm going to go right. I'm going to be petty betty right with them or I'm just going to take the high road or whatever. I, I don't, I feel like in real life, I feel like I was pushed to certain situations as to why I did certain things. Why I did it, I chose to do it. Ultimately, yes, I, I did it. I'll take full ownership of anything that I've done. But I was pushed in that direction and teeter-tottering on the cliff and I fell over. Mm-hmm. But you still chose it. The person you became toxic to ain't gonna care about who came before them. If that's, but I understand what you're saying, Charles. But that's but that's what my uh, that's what it was for me. Like I feel like in the beginning, I'm always that that sweet. That sweet. Let, let's 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 do an example. Had a friend. Yeah, was giving him my energy. Hey, how you doing? What's up? kind of we were talking back and forth but he tried to play so he would like call and be like oh i want to hang out we're gonna meet for dinner and i'm like okay cool we'll meet for dinner he was like yeah around seven or i'm free after four or whatever okay so at about five he'd be like hey i'm like hey what's up with you wouldn't text back for about an hour and then it hit you back with uh or you'd be like what you doing like oh trying to figure out my plans for tonight Oh, okay. But the conversation we had earlier, you wanted to go to dinner about seven ish. So those plans changed. 
Now realizing that was me giving you my energy. Oh, oh, okay. Now it's seven and we've been having this conversation. Oh, so you actually want to do something else and not go to dinner with me at seven. Okay. That's one time. Next time roll around. I want to hang out or whatever, or um, I'm going to take my daughter shopping and then I'm going to come back and we can go to dinner. No text, no call. I'm thinking you still out shopping with your daughter at That's 11 disrespectful. That's all I'm thinking. That's and disrespectful. Third time rolls around. We actually go to dinner. When we go to dinner, you're on the phone your entire time. That we're fi We finally done gone out. Next time you call, oh, you want you at the bar? Let me come see you at the bar. Sure, you can come see me at the bar. You get to the bar, me and my friend is here. You can buy us both drinks. It's time to leave the bar. Oh, can I, we still hanging? No. What, we not still hanging? No, no. Another day come around, can I come and see you? Can I come hang out? Oh, I'm busy. Hey. All that. So now I'm about to be toxic. Oh, can I'm coming to the bar? You want me to come? Yep. Come on. You come to the bar. Buy mm -hmm. drinks. Again. My friend at the bar. You buying us drinks again? Hey, can I come home with you? Nope. No. Yeah. We call a few days later. Can I come over? You wanna? You gonna cook? We wanna watch a movie? Nah, I'm busy right now. Now I am toxic to you. You can buy me drinks at the club because when I was giving you that energy, it wasn't you your time. So, yeah. Exactly. So now you don't get that same energy from me no more. You don't get all of that from me. Now you get the half ass Britney. You gonna get what you get, and I we can hang out. But no, you can't come over. No, we ain't got to do. But when I'm at the bar, you want to come buy us drinks? Come on, join along. But that's me being toxic. Or that would would be me being rude. So with no promise guarantees. But that's just that's how I work. I give you energy in the beginning. I give you the time. I even gave you, I even give you three tries. I give you three full tries. I just, I, the part where, hold on, hold on. Before you say that, Charles, we've all already said Brittany has a hard time just letting people go. If you're going to call, I'm probably going to answer the phone because you know, I have a problem probably. like people be, be needing me. Probably. Yeah. I just talked to that toxic person the other day. So, but let's move on past that. So, was it last night? I think I talked to him last night. But anyway, so I know I want to be better. I do. So, but, if block, but if I put you on the block list, people will call me from different numbers. Like I swear to y'all, there was a man I dated when I was I was 17 years old. He, I had the same phone number. That's probably my other problem too. I need to change my phone number. He still calls me to this day. He probably called me the other day. And how I know it's him because he will call me and say, can I have a hug? Or he message me and be like, can I have a hug? I was like, who is this? You know who this is, Miss Chandler. I'd be like, can you leave me alone? Like since I was 17 years old, swear. So... Oh, Erica said she's the opposite. She quit people quick. Oh, Charles. And it don't even be that. I think people are addicted to my personality. I'm not going to lie. I would say, okay. So, because, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Somebody brought up, like, who was it? Tanya? I, Jennifer was not in town at my birthday party. So let, let's just kind of put this out here. I had a birthday party. We were all there. Ray Bud was there. Tish was there. 
Uh, no, Tish had left by this time. So it's time to leave my party. This person was so convinced that they were going over my house afterwards. Everybody was going home. Time out though. Time out. Prior to this, we had had a thousand conversations about why this person should have stayed on the block list. A thousand. I even told you that I didn't like him. I didn't acknowledge him. I didn't do any of that because of conversations that he had with me. And it wasn't nothing, you know, nothing, you know, he didn't cross no, no like disrespectful lines or anything like that. It was just that I could feel that he's toxic and the stuff that he was saying to us, I'm like, bruh, first of all, this ain't the type of person that my sister's gonna date. I'm sorry. This ain't nobody that is gonna be around for a long time. So how about you just give the, him the benediction right now and he can go on his merry little way. But she did not. So now you can continue your story. So, <laughs> because I be trying to still be people's friend. And, and, I'm, and here's a, a little more truth about this story too. I wasn't inviting a whole lot of people to the party because Girl, it was, it was people, brought people that brought people that brought people. They brought people. Yeah. And, and it was a drunk night, probably one of those days before that. And I ended up sending too many friends the same message. <laughs> the Inviting them to my party. So they ended up at the party. But back to this toxic person. So after the party, so that person, I told y'all earlier, I had given him this energy. I was, I was hanging out. We had been to dinner a few times. We had hung out. Yeah. So in that happening... In that happening... Thank you, folks. <laughs> she does. And, and, and it is. In that happening, after the party, Tom, I think who was out there? Antoinette was out there. Ray Blood was, was out there. And then my cousin, Javon. We're standing around for him to leave. He would not leave. He was like, uh, I'm going to just... I can help y'all take y'all stuff. See how, I'm like, no. No, you can't help us take anything anywhere. Like, we literally left him outside and shut down shop. Like, my cousin and them was like, we're driving off now. He's going to stand out here because we don't know why he's still standing out here. He's not going over your house. We don't know why he can't get that through his head. And we're leaving. And I was, and I mean, it was, they was like, you were talking to him so rude. I was like, I wasn't trying to be rude, but I, but I kept saying that you're not going. By that time, though. I'm not an advocate. I mean, I'm not an advocate for being rude to people. But by that time, he did not understand the word N-O. It had been, I mean, the whole block game went back and forth so many times. And it was so many red flags about this person that came up that I was just like, when I saw him at the party, I was like, why is he here? And it's not even my party. But I got mad. I was like, what are you doing here? Oh, uh, you know, we cool. No, we not cool, bro. I don't, I mean, I only know you because of Brit. And I don't even really know you. So guess what? We good. Step back. You know, Jennifer, yes. 
I, so Jennifer and I have been quarantining because she has, you know, she has shingles. Pray for my friend. She was in a lot of pain. We love her. If you believe in God and the universe, whoever you believe in, pray to him. Pray for her healing and her for her to feel better. He, they were literally, he was literally still trying to come over here to bring us a bottle to drink while she had shingles. Talking about it's cool. I'll just come over and see. She has shingles. No, you can't come over here. We're quarantining. Which is why Tisha's not here with me tonight because we're um uh, I'm I'm still quarantined. Jennifer left today. I miss my friend already. But my liver has already been lifted <laughs> with her being gone. But um but yeah, it went right back on the block list. Right back. They'll call me from Facebook, they'll call me from somebody else's phone. It'll be and if and nothing has happened between us. Nothing has happened. That's what I'm saying. It has to be my personality. It be it be my personality. It it okay. I can say that yes. Well, I'm fun. Also, I'm fun to be around. You I'm, are. I'm. You are, but you also are a giver. That's so true. by heart and by your natural self, you start to you meet somebody and you start to give of yourself. And I'm not meaning sexually. I'm glad Jennifer put that out there for me. You already I mean, I never said that, but I just didn't like him. I'm I'm sorry. Brittany heard the conversations that I had with him, and I was just like, no. That's no. right, best friend. My other best friend. You're right. You're right about that. Like, I mean, and everybody that I've seen has been drawing to your personality or to your physical physique. That is true too. What can and I say? And so when if it's a person that is drawn to your physical physique, that's their aim goal and their ultimate I want to smash. Mm -hmm. And when you get them nighttime calls, can I come over blah blah blah, if you saying no, that's when stuff goes left. Or if you don't comply or if you decide that's what you want to do, and then you're like, oh, I'm bored with this because that's all that is there. It's just like, hmm. So I don't know. I just be trying to watch out. Well, like I said, I become toxic later. I'm not, and like you said, toxic is a choice and I do choose it, but I don't choose it. I don't make somebody else pay for the mistakes of my son's father or those red flags. He, 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 I've seen a few with a whole bunch of red flags in the beginning. And no, they're, you know, they come and they go. Exactly. They be gone. I may, but I'm not going to lie. Like, I'd be a little toxic to them. I may send them a, hey, big head, or good morning. Or, or I have one person that I'm real toxic with. Me and him are extremely toxic with each other. Hmm. We are, we are really, really, really. I, I, I probably know who that person is. I'm sure you do. But I don't know. I guess, I mean, I just, I can't deal with it. I, I, at one, one time, and I'm sorry if I get too spiritual for anybody that's listening that's not. But one time I prayed to God. My daddy, when I was younger, used to always tell me, you need to pray for wisdom. You need to pray for wisdom. And it would be after I did something that backfired on me. So I would always be like, you trying to call me stupid? 
what you trying to say? You trying to say I'm dumb? And he's like, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you need to make better choices and you need to pray for wisdom. Okay, cool. So one day I left, you know, leveled up, I guess. And I pray for discernment. I did not use that in my relationship. <laughs> I didn't what use up? Discernment is one not to play with. Girl, you, know who, you, know, you know who really has that gift? Ashley. If Ashley don't vibe with you, I don't fool with you. Girl. She has I, it like a mug. I literally pray for, and it, it wasn't something that came like whoosh like that, but when it came and I, my, I literally, when somebody's vibe is off, I literally feel away on the inside. It's like, it's weird. And it's just like, okay, something about them I don't like. It's something about them that is not, you know, it's not vibing with me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just, I naturally just don't connect with the person and, you know, but a lot of times it's something wrong with that person or, you know, something's happening. And I like, uh. but my old problem was I would know these things and I would still stay around the person. It wasn't until the cutoff king, as he says, Charles comes around and starts to question me. Now, why are they still your friends? Why is she your friend? Why is, you know, why is, why is, you know, why do you hang around them? Why do you associate with them? And a lot of times it was just like, oh, well, we've been friends since elementary. Or, you know, we've been friends since this or that. And when I literally started to decide, okay, guess what? I can't be around toxic people no more. It started messing with me. Like, it messes with me for real. My emotions, I get stressed. I get, so I can't do it at all like at all which is why i don't um i just hang around the people that i hang around like if i know Brittany knows if if she if i know she great be around a whole lot of people she know not to tell always me. around the same people though i know but see now i am i know some of the people that you're with and i haven't gotten that but I'm talking about when I first started, you know, we first started hanging out and you were like, well, come over to this. And I'm just like, no, I'm okay. Thank you for the invite, but I'm good. And I mean, and it's because I just. Hmm. All, all people don't mix well, number one. Right. And and in my friends, I know who can and can't mix. And um, and uh, I act accordingly. And you'll see a lot of time people won't always see me with the same group. I mean, you'll see me with the same core people, but you'll but see me all at the same time. It. Yeah, a lot of times, and that's okay. You just got to know your friend group. You got to know what. Uh, this, and I'm only saying this if I actually done drugs. You know, if you're a weed smoker, you ain't gonna take the drinker to the weed smoking thing because they don't. It's just like taking a person on a shopping trip, but all they want to do is just drink. Like it ain't gonna work. You got to go with the people that like to drink and shop. Yep. So, you know what I mean? So that's the things you did. Like we went to this weekend, the margarita, we went to Cincinnati. I wouldn't ask you to go because you don't like the drink. So why would- I like margaritas though. You do, you do. I don't know why I didn't ask you to go this weekend. I think no, you had a good I was busy this weekend, but- I think was. I, but, oh yeah, because it was uh, your brother's birthday. But but that's what I'm just saying. It's just things like that. We drank and shop. 
you know, I mean, we went to eat and shop. So yeah. I used to have a friend that would always ask me to come out to the club. Bruh, when outside of me going to the club in college, have you known me to go to a club? Not gonna do it. So why do you keep asking me when I say no, you get mad at me? Well, you don't ever want to spend time with me. No, I'm not gonna spend time with you at the club. That's not my, that is not where I go. Like if you want to spend time together, we can go eat. We can go, you know, do some cardio at Sky Zone. We can do so many other things other than going to the freaking club. Mm -hmm. Find you that friend that's gonna go to the club with you. Cause it's not gonna be me. And and that's the thing. I was um I was at my my part time the other day, and I was like, they was like, I was like, I have five best friends. They was like, you you just call anybody your best friend, and I'm like, no. Everybody in my life holds a spot. I think we talked about it on friendships. I was like, Jennifer is that one for me. Like Tanya and Ashley are both married. Erica lives in in Florida. I mean, in in Chicago. So we don't. And then I have. Okay, and then I guess that's it. Let me not say that because you know how you feel about that one. And so everybody holds a different spot. But Jennifer, me and her, y'all used to see us all out there uh, club bopping. We be here, there, everywhere. Bike club. Whoop, 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 whoop. You always seen us out, out doing stuff and all over the place because that's me and Jen. And, um, you know, every blue moon I can get Tanya out and we'll go to a bar because she's more subtle and she'll do a bar. But Ashley's more of our homebody. So we'll have to go to her house to chill out. And so everybody, or we'll go shop, do a day of shopping or hanging out type of thing. But you, you just got to know your friends and know where they're at. Appreciate you, that. You, and you, that, person to, that to me, that person is toxic to you because they're trying to get you to do stuff that you don't even like or want to do. So that's that they bring toxic into into your life. No, you can't. You can't do that. You, we don't like to do the same things. Family can be toxic too, girl. And I say that because. Everybody knows that I'm okay. I'm, I haven't always been okay in my life. I've always dated men that were that were okay off, and so it bothers me when it comes around to like my son when his birthday and stuff come around. He's really blessed. Like when people do for him, they do for him. But it used it sometimes is like, oh, they got it. Oh, they got it. We don't have to do that. They got it. I'm like, who got it? Because of who my son's father is, we oh no, we don't need to buy. They throw a party, we don't need to bring no gifts because they got it. Who does that? That's toxic. You have to be careful and mindful of your family too. Now I don't care. I don't throw parties for people to come. I'm so glad they came up with that parade thing. I don't know what to do. Because we may do that every year. I ain't got to throw no party. I can give out a little gift bag. Them little gift bags, I think was like, they was $3 for 24 of them. You, come on by, leave your gift. Here's you a little baggie. Be on your way. Yeah, it, we just had a death in our family this year. I mean, this past weekend and- I do. That is the time when you see a whole lot of toxicness come out. I can't say the other word. So I basically distanced myself from all of the foolery. I can't even go to the funeral because I'm gonna be on vacation. So guess what? I'm gonna do I won't be involved in any of I won't be involved in any of the 
And see, and that's the thing, like, so my uncle, we all know that my uncle passed. Well, he, his funeral was this past Thursday. And in this, I'm going to tell y'all my part in it. My uncle had made me mad and I'm a grudge holder. So like the last probably like five or six years, I ain't go around him. Like I didn't see him for like three years. And then as he got sicker and sicker, I kind of went and seen him a little bit more. He would, we would kind of talk on the phone a little bit here and there. Tell he always tell me he loved me and all that stuff. But I'm a grudge holder, so I wouldn't really go see him. So for him to pass away the way he did and watch him and all that happen, and I really didn't get to, I did get to say what I needed to say to try to do amends before he went. And at the funeral, it kind of got to me. So going to the funeral, I was like, dang, I got to do better with these grudge holdings. Like I can't keep holding it out like this for. And I did, so I hurt my feelings even more to have to close this casket, and um, and it was just, oh lord! And so then my mama, so I get to the funeral. First of all, I get to it right before it starts. I didn't even go to the wake, so you know people was looking for me. My father died when I was younger, so you know family only get together when they when everybody. So here, all these people are looking for me. My mama, my mama. But when you, uh, my other cousin, he didn't came up to talk to me or whatever. It's like, but when you get done, such and such over there want to talk to you with such and such over there want to talk to you. She ain't seen you since you was two. She ain't seen you since your daddy's funeral. She ain't. Okay. Well, you going to go over there? No, I'm not going over there. I'm in mourning right now. Mama, please leave me alone. And you tell them I lived in the same city for the last 30 um, years since my father, 30 years since my father died. And you mean at this funeral is the day they, they want to see me now? Good day. Yeah. You yeah. think I walked over to any of them people? Heck no. But family is the word. They be feeling entitled, entitled to you. Y'all wonder why I be at home. As soon as I get me a man, when I tell y'all holidays don't change around these parts, I usually be sitting here kind of a little teared up or I go down to Casa de la Chandler. If not, I sit here and I'm well when I tell you it's gonna be traditions out the wazoo. Yeah, I told my grandpa um a couple weeks ago and he did not he didn't really and I didn't expect him to understand because my grandfather is really family oriented. Oriented, I guess that's you said it right, oriented. So I told him, I said, I consider family the people that I love, and I, I mean, I love everybody, but the people that are close to me, that know me, that, you know, support me, that are my, you know, knows my innermost, everything in regard to my life, that's who I consider my family. And they're, most of them are not even blood. They blood and they not blood. Everybody else, I'm just kin to. He was like, but they're still your family. And I'm like, no, they're not. I'm kin to you. Hey, kinfolk, how you doing? You're not my family. And I mean, it's a play on words, whatever people want to say. Family is somebody that's connected through you to you through blood or whatever. But no, you're my kinfolk. My friend circle that knows me better than you my you know my family that is close to me my mom and you know siblings and all that stuff that's my family but these cousins and you know all these people that i i don't even know you know you know me because i'm my mother's child you don't know nothing about me unless i put it on facebook that's that's the extent 
to which you know me. So if I don't put it on there, you don't know nothing about what's going on with me. So guess what? You're my kinfolk. Hey, kinfolk. How you doing? When I'm out all the time, and no matter where I'm at, my uh, my grandfather, my mother's father, has seven brothers and sisters. And it's like, and then some of them had like eight, nine kids each. And then some of their kids that had, so I have a million and one cousins. So it's so many of them, I don't even know their name. I just know that we related because I can see you and I see them with my cousins. And I, like, what up, cuz? What up, cuz? I did it today walking out the way. What up, up cuz? Why you been? I'm good. You're good. All right. And that's how we are. Good. And I mean, that's the extent of your relationship. That's the extent of your conversation. That's it. If they, if you ask them what color, what's your favorite color, they couldn't even, you know, they wouldn't be able to tell nobody. They would guess, you know, one of those things. They can't. So, they can't I mean, pick I'm my okay with that. You know, I am so okay with that. But some people, as Charles said, they feel entitled to you, and since. You're, I'm your cousin, or I'm your auntie, or I'm your this. Your title does not make you any closer to me than the person who I call. I just randomly decided I, you feel like an auntie to me. So guess what? My Aunt Rhonda's. I'm going to call you Aunt Rhonda. And I feel like that lady is, I feel like we blood. For real, for real. Because we're close like that. Closer than some of my aunties that are really aunties by blood that they just know my name. Mm -hmm. They know my mama. They know my grandma. And that's it. All right. This is one last comment. Charles said, the concept I have to is like you because somebody I'm related to had unprotected sex is ridiculous. I didn't ask to be in this <laughs> whatever family it is. And I mean, so true. nobody really asked to be here at all. And it's sad that some people are born into these terrible, toxic families and they don't even have the resources or, you know, to get out. So they become what they were brought up to be. And it's just like. And that's the crazy thing. Like, and that goes back to us saying toxic people. You, it's about the people you hang around with because um, my son's father, his grandfather was actually my mother's Sunday school teacher. Like I never even knew his whole entire father's side of the family was churchgoers. Good deacons. Remember I, when we finally found out or finally knew who he was and we, we were like, dang, that show. Yeah. And all that my, my son's father is, is totally different from the family that he grew up because he grew up around a whole different group of people. He let the toxic people be in, and so he became toxic. He don't know how to be nothing different. Well, he will. Ray Buzz says, "Speak power." He he is different now. He's going to be different. He is making different choices. He's going to be better for our son. And so, um, it's it's important about what's what's around what's around the, what's around our children or what's what's around people. Period. I think I need to. I have to be better. From this conversation we having tonight, I got to make sure I'm speaking the right things around my son. To make sure that I'm pouring life and non-toxic things in it. This, I mean, this conversation today has has really has me the wheels turning about the toxic we have around. We have around our children, even family. And my, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Like my family be getting mad that I'm be bringing him the stuff, but it ain't that we not family. But 
some of you, some of the stuff y'all saying do be toxic. Yeah. And I don't want my son around that. Like that jealousy stuff I told you. Like them saying, "Oh, y'all got it. Oh, y'all." Or they'll do more for somebody else's child. Or which I understand. It don't. It doesn't bother me. It, the part that bothers me is that you say, "Oh, y'all got it." Just don't do for him. You don't have to mention what we do. Just don't do for him. Yeah, because we we will have it. But don't say, "Oh, I'm not gonna do for your kid because y'all got it." You can't count my pockets. Don't try that. Although we know my son gonna be well taken care of if, at the end and the beginning of any day. Oh, yeah, we in our family we've just always been known as the the part of our family that always goes to church. So you know we had the whole church joke thing. So we can't do nothing because the McMitchells um, and the Merriweathers they're gonna be at church on that day. Okay. So what? Oh, well, we don't want to say this around them because, you know, um, Carl is a reverend and, you know, but guess that can what? Be annoying. I'm going to exit because, um, again, anytime somebody makes me feel out outside of my element, I consider that toxic. And I mean, I, I really kind of got to a point of where I only hang around certain family members when I had a cousin tell me that I was going to get, I was going to go to college, get pregnant and drop out of school because I was going to have a baby. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when I look back on that conversation, which ended right then and where that person is now versus where I am, I, 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 I didn't have a response yeah. then and I don't have a response now because time and life shows you how toxic you are to yourself and to others and how you try to spew that onto other people. So that's here. That's all I got today. Um, Me too. And, and you know what? This type, this conversation has kind of sucked a little bit out of me. I ain't gonna lie. Like, huh? It's some good. It, we got some good convo out. At least I think so. Why do I keep slouching? It, 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 it did. And this was this conversation came up because someone sent the topic to us. So. If you have something that you want us to talk about or you want to engage in conversation with us on, send it to us. We ask that every week. So we are very open to conversation. I mean, two topics to talk about. And um, if you are a business, as we started last week, we want to start highlighting black businesses. We didn't do my tip trick or trade today. We did not. We got. I'll just save it for next week. Yeah. We can do it next week for sure. I'll leave it on here. Um, no, that's right. You won't be here. Yeah, I won't, but I'll leave it on here so that you can still see it. Um, but yeah, if you have a black owned business that you would like for us to spotlight during our podcast, please send us your business information. Please, please. Get it while the getting is free right now. Um, and then if you have a topic that you would like for us to talk about, um, send that to us as well. 
It's been great talking with you guys tonight. Yes. For another episode of the British Chronicles podcast with your host, Britt and Tish. Have a good night. Bye.